0: okay well look this is hunter back on wrecked america and we're we're glad to have gringo back with us gringo how you doing man i'm doing great how how about yourself i'm doing great i'm doing great doing great uh as as great as it can be in with this COVID 19 so uh let's take a minute and talk about that how how's how is COVID 19 affecting you and your world um
1: not a lot different actually um you know the one positive note that i can take away from it is that it's it's changed the way i've thought about how i do things in work and in life it it's given me a chance to take a step back spend more quality time with people who i love right and it, as far as what i do in, in my work environment is, is i i'll work a lot i get really really tired and sometimes i I feel like I can't really take a break, you know, cuz as a business owner, um, I take a break and that means money takes a break. That's right. and it's a tough thing to, you know, start a business, but this is kind of taken, you know, made me kind of take a step back and it's been kind of nice being able to relax a little bit. But as far as business wise, we're doing okay. As far as life wise, I'm doing okay. As far as family wise, they're doing okay. So everything's has yeah, yeah. been on all run.
0: What about what about your uh, you know, for me, it, it, it i i would just say i it's you know i have to go out every day and and do my thing too and it's caused me to think more more seriously about life and death you know that that you know today the things i have to do um am i doing what's really important i guess another a, a, a short way of saying it it's helped me to value what's valuable mm-hmm. and, and 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 uh and that's a good thing i find i find it so it's all i'm 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 not feeling disempowered or debilitated by it, but I'm actually finding uh, I feel more empowered. I feel like my choices are clearer, um, and and I can be clear about what's important, and and that's a good thing. And so I'm, you know, yeah. it, um, I don't know if that's that's me, but I don't, I don't know if that if that works for you, if that's what you're, you know.
1: Yeah. So so basically, what you're saying it, it puts the. The significant things that matter most into perspective, yeah. and it gives you a chance. Is like I said, in in my own world, I take a step back and I go, okay, what's really important in my life today? And it gives me a great focus on that because what the world is like around us before, and you know, possibly after this whole thing, is things moving at light speed, and so you kind of forget to uh, be, uh, love the things that. Are truly lovable in your life mm-hmm. um family and yeah. friends and like i said yeah. right now what, what i'm doing is you know i'm about to have a crawfish boil with, with my roommates i don't really spend a lot of time with them you know um and they're like my family but i lived with one my, my room one of my roommates for seven years and he's like a brother to me and another one uh i've known him for you know eight or nine years and it uh, we went got some crawfish and we're ready to boil but so it's something that we Probably wouldn't do because I work on Saturdays.
0: Wow! Wow! <laughs> I work all day on Saturdays. That, that, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so slows you down and helps you to to mm-hmm. do things that you appreciate. Yeah. Yeah. What? Absolutely. What? What about any fears you have about just, just? Well, let me just get, get you know, like I know that they're talking about opening things back up, but I'm I'm kind of skeptical about my own well being and and a lot of information okay. I'm hearing. So I'm going to be practicing this. Until I'm comfortable that the information I'm receiving is legitimate and I can, you know, and so I, it, you know, I, I don't plan to just rush back in because they say yeah. everything's, you know, I got to, I got I to gotta be comfortable in my own skin that, you know, what I'm hearing adds up for me until then, yeah. until it, until I get to that point, then, you know, I, I you know, again, I'm, I just can't rush back out there because somebody says, okay, you can go back, mm-hmm. you know, not if I'm not, I'm not feeling it. That's, that's where I am. So no, I don't see I this. It, it, uh, yeah. I, I think this is going to be more, a more, a slower walk than, mm-hmm. so, as I say, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I guess I'm a little bit more optimistic. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> okay. If, if, that makes, if that makes any sense, I'm, man, I'm, I'm ready to get back to normalcy, I guess in a sense, but at the same time, what that what that's going to look like for me is that that normalcy is not quite going to look like it was before all this happened. Because I, as you said, it puts more things in perspective and going, wow, I really enjoy what I'm doing right now. I would like to get back to normalcy, but I should bring some of these things that I've learned during this whole pandemic and keep it in my life and and, and take more time with the things that matter most and things that i love and that and ultimately i think that's what a lot of people are, are, are going to take away from from this is that they're going to get back to normalcy but these things these the you know spending time with your family and friends and and relaxing more and not having to be on the go all the time they're going to they're going to incorporate that more into their into that normalcy
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Well look, that's 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 a good segue, man. So last time we talked we, we talked about recovery and 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 uh addiction, alcohol for you uh as a form of medicating. Uh and as you look back on it, you were medicating. What I wanna uh do a deeper dive into is um what were you medicating what What were you needing to medicate or use alcohol uh as a form of medication for what was what was at your core what was What some of the things that you know that you needed to medicate
1: yeah uh reality and my own self-loathing hmm. I mean that's that, that's just what it is it's it's the disconnect from the spiritual life that I have today and myself, and I always tell people it's never really an egotistical thing to truly love yourself and who you are if, if if it's you know it's a if it's a humble type of love it's like because I know what it's like to really despise who i who I am deep down, and you know that's a tough thing to kind of say out loud um and you know what I was doing was medicating my own misery within myself. I didn't have any direction and didn't know where I was going, didn't really know who I was and so whenever i put you know had the substance abuse and put you know substances within my um within my body, it helped me kind of forget and play a different part of who I am and maybe uh made me numb to the reality of things Mm -hmm. and it was an escapism and it's it was an escapism beyond what most people have because you know a couple people like to uh, have a couple drinks here and there and kind of escape and or watch movies and escape you know i mean in and out in and out but me it was it was way heavier than um than normal it was blackout it was every day it was all the time if it was, if i could do it all day every day then I, I i would do that and what that was doing ultimately was was uh um hurting myself and the people around me
0: can you can you do you have enough distance to in reflection to talk about it using your term self-loathing how'd you get there how did you get to that place do you
1: I don't, I, I don't know actually. (laughs) I have no idea. Um, uh, I guess when you hear a lot of people talk about where they are and where they came from, what I've taken from it is a lot of stories start out like mine, and those stories started out as them saying, "I just felt different than everyone else. I just felt a difference." of reality than what most people saw i felt off something was off no one really explains what that something is but a lot of stories start out that way mm. and until you just ask that question i never thought about that um but uh, what i could probably take away from most people who are like me is that we just have no idea what really what started it all it, it was just a a a natural thing in our brain going, You're different. Something's mm-hmm. off. Something something's different. We don't know what it is. And so with this difference in this off thing that that's it, that's going through our heads once we get a little bit older, we try to numb that that uh, that feeling of being different, being an outcast. And maybe that's where it kinda started out, you know? But that's a good question.
0: When did it start? We can you do you know when you can you have you thought about when did you first sense, feel, detect something was off?
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, um,
0: were you ten? Yeah. 8, I, I never really.
1: Yeah, twelve, I fifteen. I think. I think just it, it was very young. Like I could, if I'm remembering back, I just uh, probably ever since I can, you know, remember. You wow. know,
0: you've always very, so.
1: Very, yeah, always. It's it's always been the thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and so, if you felt that way, what were some of the initial steps to uh, I, I, I medicaid probably early to you know early on to you know you were, yeah but but to adjust to to make some adjustment to to mm-hmm. to try and counter that feeling before you yeah. started using, what did you do yeah. as a child? I mean, if you felt off, what did you do then? What 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 were you doing then? To, to I mean,
1: I tried to, I guess I tried to use a lot of humor. as a class clown, you know, so I tried, okay. tried to pinch it on to me, you know, try to feel uh, a part of with people. Um, you know, I try to become friends with people and just to, to, I, I tried to be a good people person. Okay. Because, you know, I, I wanted to feel, I, I, I desperately, wanted to feel a part of. I, mean, I guess that really hasn't changed a little bit, you know, but mm-hmm. I have a little more self-control, but more mm-hmm. of that kind of stuff. Um, but that it was a desperate, you know, feeling of I need to be a part of because mm-hmm. otherwise if I'm alone with my own thoughts, my own feelings, that's just the bad recipe of depression and, and anxiety and, and, and all these bad, all these things that, you know, cause people to, to really get into a deep hole.
0: Were you able to uh, express that? I mean, share, I mean, and I guess what I'm getting into is kind of like your, your family origin. Were you able to talk about that with parents or anybody to share, look, look, this is what I'm feeling. Uh,
1: I mean, my family would have been welcome to to listen to that, but I, you know, I was confused. I, I, like I said, you know, and it kind of goes back to the question, the first question that you asked, you you know, what, I was just very confused on this, this feeling that I was feeling, this anxiety and depression. I didn't know. I, I was I didn't know that's what, what it really was. I, I remember, a, uh, this is one memory that I had. I mean, I must have been 12 or 13 years old, and I was sitting in a movie theater with my mother or we watching a movie, and I remember having this intense feeling because... I think I had just failed one of my classes or failed a test. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think Mm -hmm. the week prior or something, you know, I had so much ADD that it was tough for me to be in school and I, I I didn't like school at all. So that Mm -hmm. was a tough thing. Um, But looking back at it, I'm like, most kids don't really have like this insane. I mean, it was intense feeling of fear and, and anxiety that was just overtaking me. And it's like I said, it's something that I still remember 20 years, you know, 20 years later, sitting wow. in the theater at 12 years old, thinking about how much I've just failed at life because I just failed this test. And, wow. and most kids at 12 years old, you know, they're just trying to have a good time. <laughs> That's and right. Grand and have fun. Right. And I'm sitting in the theater with my mother. I can't get my mind off of, I just failed at everything. And I didn't know what that feeling was. Today I know that it was just dealing with anxiety and depression and um, my mother and my father would have, me, I don't know about my father, he was, he was a little bit different, my, my mother would have welcomed talking to me about that, but I didn't know. That's tough. And it, you know, kind of a segue you know, real quick, um, it's always a good thing to, to talk because I, I we never had classes or talked about that kind of stuff in school. Um, and it would have been great, you know, as a kid like me to be able to to understand what was going on in my brain, to have these types of, uh, of lectures or or classes about anxiety and depression. It's a real thing and it confuses kids and it might lead them into a better path. And it led me, you know, I'm grateful for everything that happened, but I I could probably could have avoided some of the pitfalls that I I was struggling with on the way to my recovery.
0: Right, did yeah, and I'm I'm gonna just say the terms you use in terms of anxiety and depression. W- mm-hmm. Were you at all diagnosed early on as being clinically, you know, depressed or anything? Was that something that you got some help? Did you know, not if not, then at twelve later, you know. But he, as a child, did you get any attention or yeah. any help for that?
1: So yeah, I was diagnosed with ADD early okay. on and in high school they gave me uh, antidepressant antidepressants and uh so yeah they di- they diagnosed me you know through all that stuff but I just I still didn't really understand you know it wasn't ex- explained to me what was going on it was just like hey take this it'll make you feel you know it, it'll, it'll do a world difference okay that that's about as far as the understanding of what was going on in my brain uh the, the antidepressants they actually like did worse because I couldn't feel you know it didn't I, what I really needed was to be able to uh, talk, work through my emotions uh, instead of close off my emotions mm. you know? that's what antidepressants did to me it made me feel more numb it even you know, i didn't feel sadness but I didn't feel happy you know mm. and it's it, in my life today I'm I'm okay with feeling sad but mm. I, I can work through those things and then become happy and then or become right in the middle but I mm. have a range of emotions where when I was taking antidepressants I didn't have a range it was just middle of the ground and I was watching I remember watching a comedy show one time and just looking at it and going that's funny but I'm not feeling like this is funny you know wow. my brain was yeah, going right. "That's funny but I'm not right. laughing it, it you was know
0: that? yeah
1: weird, yeah weird thing and I hated it
0: yeah so. how early did you start drinking
1: uh, I didn't start drinking till I was 19
0: okay okay and once you started was it did it just that just take over I mean, just it, it, it,
1: instantly. When I when I started drinking, I was like, "This is it. This okay. is this is, where, this is this is where my life needs to be."
0: Yeah. <laughs> Question. So yeah. Good. yeah. To that point, going that feeling, if if you can, the feeling you just expressed when you when you when you first started drinking, did alcohol open you up in terms of emotionally? you were saying how you didn't feel anything when you were taking the, the you know, you didn't feel numb there or whatever, just middle of the road. But then mm-hmm. when you, when you start drinking, did that allow you to emotionally kind of open up, kind of begin to feel different, you know, to, just, I'm not trying to play but Yeah, just yeah. kind of listening to, yeah. yeah. It
1: did, um, it maybe open up and be a character. Of who oh. I am, exaggerated, <laughs> you know, personality of who I am. Yeah. Um, you know, I I have, just like most of us, I would hope. Maybe I'm just that much different. Sometimes I have, you know, crazy thoughts, but those thoughts became, you know, you know, came out of me. <laughs> you know, right. some things like you, you you think some things, and you always you understand what you should say and what you shouldn't say that did become a part of me that everything, all my thoughts were blurted out and so yeah.
0: uh, <laughs> you <think> we, yeah, <laughs> that
1: was okay. my personality yeah. but it, I became you know just an exaggerated form of everything of who I am Um and that's never a good thing when it comes to a type A personality like mine
0: mm-hmm. yeah wow Interesting, say exaggerated, because some people say that when you you, when you drink, your your true, you know, kind of like your true identity or your true personality, kind of it 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 uh, it uh, it, it sets you free to be who you really want to be. But you, yeah, 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 but
1: like you know, in some instances, like if uh, you know, but if you're drinking, you know, all your all your senses are heightened, right, and then but reality is a little bit more distorted. And so, when your morality is more distorted, of course, yeah, your 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 true self in that moment's going to come out. But some, but your true self in that moment is not really your true self because of the yeah. fact that it, you're 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 under the influence of alcohol. Yeah. And in my case, way more intoxicated than most people. So, um, yeah, it was it was me, but it was an awful side of me. But that was and that awful side of me was was way more exaggerated than, yeah. you know, I get, I get mad and I get, I, I mean, uh, today and, and I, I'm not a great person every once in a while, and, you know, and I have to, you know, forgive myself and forgive other people. But the, the, those bad sides of me were, were truly awful because of the alcohol, just I, I didn't hold anything back, like nothing back. And so uh, that that was just something that I, I had to work on. I, I had to work on today. and. That's what my friends and family saw in me. And they were like, oh man, you're, you're a little too much for me. I'm like, yeah, I'm a little too much for myself. So I can definitely see how I'm a little bit too much for you.
0: Can you, can you, can you, if it's not too painful, can you talk about, give, you know, some examples of, of Mm -hmm. what your family and how they experienced you during that time? Can Uh, Can you talk about that?
1: Yeah, I think they just more, more or less felt. Feel bad, you know. So, I mean, I didn't like, you know, I, I wasn't abusive or verbally abusive to most people. I mean, sometimes I guess I kind of got like that, but you know, not not more so than most people who were intoxicated. Um, it just kind of felt bad because they really knew. Because, like I said, I didn't really start drinking until I was nineteen, so I had a you know a well established life of a, a personality with most of my friends and family before i started drinking um and then so they knew who they knew who i could be and could become okay and therefore they just were just like what's going on what's wrong i why can't you stop and, and i felt bad and, and then my answer was always i don't know mm. and that was tr- truly the truth in my brain is i don't
0: I can't stop you shared with us last time that um around your one of your best friends, and this is kind of what brought you in recovery. Um, you didn't want you to be a part of his wedding because he knew you'd been drinking mm-hmm. but you said that when he asked you about it, you denied it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What was it like that were you concealing it? in a way that you're be, but your behavior you tried to mask it i mean I, you know what i'm saying yeah he, 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 he just come out it's not it like he didn't just come out and accuse you he asked yeah. you mm-hmm. given that maybe there was some gray area had you where you drink you know it versus well you tore the you know you ran to the garage we know you were drunk you know what i'm saying it wasn't like that because yeah. he had to ask you right yeah you know just kind
1: of I think it was, I, I forgot what the circumstance was that, you know, he knew, uh, you know, some friends of mine, cause we are, we're all kind of friend circle and stuff. Yeah. Uh, I, I forgot what it was, but he knew it, but it, he, my close friends, they, uh, they, they thought or I had told them that I had stopped drinking because it was starting to get really bad. Okay. At that point. And so. Um, that's the kind of the thing I was trying to maintain that I was sober, okay and when he, he just wanted to ask me and wanted me to be honest with them at least uh, I couldn't do that because I was ashamed
0: but were you but 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 were you were, were you, at that time mean in that instance, did you drink and then pretend like you hadn't been drinking is that what you were doing but but trying not to act like you weren't drinking i mean <sighs> I wasn't in front of them. I don't think so. I can't, like I said, I can't
1: remember what was what he asked me about and why he caught me. I, I, like I said, I I can't remember the circumstance of what had really happened. Um, I wish I could, I think it was just, he heard about it with you know that I was with some other people and we got out. And so, but I didn't think, I didn't think we got out when he asked me. Hey Amen. Okay. Uh, were you drinking? And I, you know, I, I said no,
0: mm-hmm.
1: or, or are you still drinking? I said no.
0: How gotcha in terms of that? Um, in terms of your, your work and steps, where's honesty for you, Gringo? Where's honesty? Versus then versus now. How's honesty and being being able to be authentic? How's that changed for you? Yeah, um, I, I guess be more specific. I you you find that you feel like you're that you're not you're more authentic person.
1: Yeah, because I don't really have to hide a lot of stuff
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: that genuinely want to be a good person. Well, that, I mean, I've always wanted to be a good person, but I've genuinely been able to find a way to be a better person instead of trying to be a better person. And so when you are actually a better person than you were then and you love who you are, there's not really much to hide. Therefore you don't have to lie about things, but there are times that you're going to, and there are times that you'd be dishonest, but those are the times that you need to say, you know, um, if there's, Those times are when you need to come back and say, you know what? Hey, I I was honest about this and clean up your side of the street at least. But as far as big things that I lie about, I don't really lie about those types of things because I I, I live a pretty decent life today. And that's a good feeling to have is today I don't have to lie about things. I kind of more choose to in my brain. Back then, it was almost that I had to. I mean, I you never have to do anything, but what I felt like I had to do was lie and become something that I wasn't. And Today, I don't. A, I don't want to do that. B, if something like that slips up, then I can be. I can correct it because it's usually never a big deal.
0: Um, self love. You you earlier you said you know you you. I, I, Uh, I think you use the term self-love that you, you, you feel good about being able to love yourself. Talk about that.
1: Yeah, because when you're more closer with God in the spiritual level, you feel a sense of love for not only yourself, but for the world around you. And when Mm -hmm. you can love yourself, um, you can love others, truly love others. I think a lot of the, the, The bad things that happen in this world when it comes to a connection with other people, person-to-person connections. uh, If it's a negative connection, or if you see a person, and and we hear stories all the time, we see stories and we see TV shows, and we know people who, who, man, man, like that is kind of you know, or that guy, or girls, they're they're kind of a mean person, you know, or they're 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 not a very happy person, or or they're kind of rude. And when you get deep down into things, it's usually because. they, they they don't really appreciate themselves deep down and I know that's that that was my story is mm-hmm. a lot of the things that I wasn't you know that came out of me that wasn't the greatest when it came to connections with other people were more of an internal thought about myself and so I have a greater understanding of um, on how to connect with people but the best connection that I can have with God and other people are is a connect it, it first comes from the connection that I have with myself and God.
0: Mm-hmm. Let's try and put a bow on this for, for, for the Rector American audience. So we started with self-loathing, and we we're just talking about uh, affirmative self-love, in a way not just self-love, but being able to uh feel good about yourself and, and the world around you. But another term you use is cleaning up your side of the street. How does how does cleaning up your side of the street help you move, help one, you move from self-loathing to where you are now? What does cleaning up the street have to do? How does clean up the street factor into uh, that equation?
1: So, so what that just means is is being is keeping your conscience clear of the things that you do to Other people and yourself. If I can make sure that if there's a confrontation between me and somebody else, and it's both, it's two sided. That person's wrong, and I'm, I have to say, hey, I'm wrong too, in a a sense. Cleaning my side of the street, it, it means that I go, where was I wrong? And how can I admit that and fix that? And if that person wants to come out and say, where was I wrong? How can I, how can I admit that and fix that? It doesn't matter. It's, I mean, in a sense it would matter, but in the ultimate grand scheme of things, in order to, to keep myself in the most spiritual state of loving, kindness, happy, joyous, and free levels is being able to say that today I'm living my best life. And I'm going to try and have the outside world affect me as least amount as possible. And I can only change myself and my actions. And if anything happens between me and somebody else, I just want to make sure that I'm good with, with my side of the street, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. My actions, what I said, and what I did.
0: Is is um is cleaning up your side of the street
1: mm-hmm.
0: is, is there is is that is that has that been essential to you getting from where you were to where you are is it for you is it, is that part that been an essential part of the process? Yeah. Yeah. I
1: mean, it's it's one of the essential parts.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. I mean, there, there's so many essential components. Yeah. We can go over that yeah. and. and yeah. From the talks but one of the most essential parts is is being able to make sure that what you what i do today i'm living the best life that i can um i mean it it of course never works out that way every day um but if i can do the best that i can to be the best person i am today then it doesn't matter how other people view me it doesn't matter how other people me. It doesn't matter how the outside outside world uh, affects me, um, as long as I am clear of the conscience of who I am today.
0: Mm-hmm. Is between now and when we we talk again, uh, mm-hmm. in light of everything that's that's going on in the world, um, can you close with um, uh what's your experience, strength, and hope going forward Mm -hmm. right now? Okay. I think you kind of give us your experience, maybe you're, what's what's your strength and hope about uh, tomorrow and the next day? What's your strength and hope for tomorrow and the next day?
1: Yeah. My strength and hope is uh I, what I want to do every day, and the thing that makes me happy, happiest, and the best version of myself is when I'm able to help others realize their true potential, that gives me strength. And in in turn, I hope I can give someone else that strength as well, To, And the hope is, is that we all become united in that that front of helping each other as a whole as a community as as you know human race to just be able to help each other become better versions of who we are today realize that we are all one and interconnected as a, as a world um to make each other better because without each other we become lost we become just an individual person and that's just not enough it's not enough for me not enough for me to to be to, for an example the some of the negative things that this has brought on is is, is the solitude right Is mm. a solitude of, of, of a lot of people and, and you, you start to feel that you know, when I was talking to you about the loneliness and depression of and anxiety of of my of my being that I that I've struggled with, um, those things being in solitude really um, embellishes those feelings. It, it starts to those those feelings have to crop up more. And mm-hmm. I know if we become more united and more whole and more one those feelings in myself start to go away um and so my what i'm trying to say is that in the end what i would my strength and my hope would be is is to have a more united front on the human race as going forward helping each other in whatever way possible in whatever capacity that is if it's just you know you know, lending a handshake or a smile or 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 a conversation of, how are you doing today? That's all really meant. That, that that's all that most people want and need is to feel part of something bigger than them as an individual.
0: Good uh... Hey, Gringo. Good stuff, man. Thank you. Thanks for hanging out with Hunter again. Okay. I Appreciate it, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good. Good talk. What do, uh... You blessed us. Hey, you hang in there. Stay strong. And uh, uh, we'll be back at you. Okay. Till next time. Okay. All right. Be well, man. Peace out.